0: Ready, get ready. For the Steakhouse.
1: The You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history.
0: With Steak Shapiro. There's a reason Trigger. I'm drinking warm vodka in the breaks. Sandra Golden. Listen,
1: I love a petty party and I am right in the heart of
0: it. Rusty Menzel. My grammar hasn't gotten me to this point in my career. And Drew Butler. What are you going to
1: say when it happens that I'm the man? It's the, it's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John
0: Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
2: Good morning, Atlanta. Welcome to the Steakhouse here on Sports Radio 92.9. The game alongside the incomparable, the gorgeous, the affable, the wonderful Sandra Golden. Mark Zeno in for Steak Shapiro here for uh, the next two days. The steak is down in Miami.
1: I know. That's a good place to be when you wake up and it's 28 degrees here. And he'll be in the, I think it's a nice couple's little retreat down to Miami in Kimberly. I love that. Would you
2: ever do a couple's retreat?
1: Oh, I've done a, a, a retreat for like a getaway or a kind of a psychological
2: I mean when you said couples retreat my first thing was it was hey let's work on our Oh I marriage see. no I didn't rela- mean that. Oh okay you just now, would it's I a do bunch a couple's of kid- couples one? going away to party. I don't party. think so.
1: I'm, I'm not comfortable with that. It's tough just enough. going
2: to eat some food, shoot some videos of yeah, him yeah.
1: a couples putting, trip.
2: putting food down his gullet and and having a couple of cocktails. Yes, yes. So that's with good. the wife.
1: Are you good with couples travel trips? Love it. Yeah, me too. That's right, always Right bad. now I'm
2: solo but love it. Yeah. Take me away, baby. I feel
1: um, you got to have special couple friends to travel with that you've traveled like you know because the habits of of travel you have to be on the same page. And then there's some couples that don't participate in that, like showing up on time or you know paying their part. So you got to get some stuff kind of on a contract before you. You know what you
2: need when you do that kind of thing, like in a stake is somehow listening on the Odyssey app. uh, You have to be able to turn around with you and your partner, say you know what. We want to do this, and this is what we're doing. So true. So yeah. if you'd like to go do this, we want to go see this, and we're going to go and be able to break away from the herd right. and just enjoy yourselves together.
1: Totally agree. Totally agree. That works for me. So a lot has happened since the last time we were together, which yeah. was before can, can Christmas, I start? December 24th. Can
2: I start? You may. Since, since the namesake of this show, Stake Shapiro and Sandra Golden, I, will, I am always a man of my word, and I, I maintain take integrity. I was wrong. You both were right. Uh, I will die on the hill. I do not care. That said. uh, Tell everybody
1: what you're talking about. I
2: was wrong about Arthur Smith being the coach of this team Mm -hmm. next year. Uh, Obviously, he was fired. But I stood on that hill, and I'll stand on it all day long because I believe I'm right. And that's neither here nor there. But you guys are right. I was wrong. So there is my mea culpa. I I will absolutely own and not run from it and not make excuses for it.
1: Right. Do you believe it was he was fired wrongly? Do you feel like he still should be the coach? Are you going to still stand on that hill?
2: I believe after what I saw at that press conference, uh, which I sat in, um, that something just doesn't add up in the totality of the three years, in my opinion. It doesn't make sense. Um, I, I wish there was some more to it. But what I walked away from it with is this and for all the consternation that the fan base is having about who they're going to hire as the next head coach. And I think we all, you ask five different people, you get five different answers of the top three candidates. Mm -hmm. What we have learned, if anything we've learned in the last three years, is it does not matter who your head coach is if you don't get high-level quarterback play. It simply does not matter. Because even Bill Belichick managed to squeeze one year of high-level quarterback play out of Mac Jones and make the playoffs with him. See, everybody's forgetting that part. Um, but once the quarterback play went south, guess what? And Arthur Smith did not coach a game in the NFL with better than, and I'll even be generous, top 16 half of the league quarterback play for any sip span of time. Right. So when you your quarterback is in the bottom half of the league, you are going to struggle to win games with any semblance of regularity. And Arthur Smith was never given that. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and make excuses. I'm just going to tell you the reality that any coach that does not have high-level quarterback play will struggle to win games consistently and make the postseason. See, Brandon. Well, and Brandon Staley is the the exact opposite of that because he got high-level quarterback play routinely and couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag and lost games for his team. But again, uh, I I think that that really is the overriding thing here. And obviously, you're going to get the coach before you get the quarterback, but. Whoever the coach is, if they don't get the quarterback situation fixed and settled, this team will miss the playoffs again next year. That's the reality.
1: Are you? Uh, you're all. I look at your tweet, and you're 100 behind. It's Belichick, or you want it to be Belichick?
2: No, I, my tweet that I put out, you know, before the show with you in it, is, I'm curious as to what Falcons fans' angst is against bringing Belichick here, because I get the sense, and 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 this is the crazy part. Because I sat there and listened to the owner and the GM talk about their process for selecting a head coach. And they were even questioned about the faith in the fan base. And the owner said, I don't think the fan base has lost faith. But yet, social media is not everything. What I read and the sense I get is that there's 80% of the fans that do not want him here. Now, I, for one, don't think it's a bad hire. I'm not sure 100% he wants to come here. Tell
1: but. me your top three if you were sitting at Flowery Branch making the call. Who do you want?
2: <sighs> I mean, I think Harbaugh would be in consideration, high consideration. One, two,
1: and three, rank them. If uh, you had to write it on a piece of paper. You, here's here's what we're going
2: to have to do. I'm going to have to actually, I hadn't been posed this thought here. So at 920 at the beginning of that segment, I will have my answer. For you. Has that sound? That's perfect. Because Let's- we have to do the nine at nine time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine Nine
1: on the steakhouse
2: sports radio 92.9 the game
1: let's begin with a buzzer beater for Dejounte as the Hawks beat the magic last night 106-104 DJ with that 17 footer he had 26 points 11 of 18 shooting but Mark as we were saying in the pregame I bounced over and it was in the second quarter and I saw turnover after turnover, after t- just sloppy play for the Hawks, and I just thought, here we go again. I'm glad they won it. They ended up turning the ball over 23 times. They end up three and two on this homestand.
2: You know, some people just appreciate beauty when they see it. I feel like I'm one of those people. Yes. I don't think the Hawks play any beautiful style of basketball. They're very tough.
1: It, it is it, hard it, to watch. It, I mean, it's. It,
2: I don't no, watch when, this when show. Stri- it's like watching that pimple popper show. Like you have to be weirdly addicted oh, my to god. exactly. That's exactly. That's exactly. Oh. I think I don't watch that show because <laughs> I have that response. Like oh god, that's what watching Hawks basketball is. It oh god.
1: Yeah. Three and two on the home team, as I mentioned, so they're at the heat on Friday. So we continue to watch and scratch our head. Falcons coach and search, day 11. So the latest is, this is the stuff that I'm going to go later to earlier in the day. We learned the Cowboys are keeping Mike McCarthy. So if you're keeping up with the trickle-down effect (laughs) of the Bill Belichick watch, Mike McCarthy is staying in Dallas. The Falcons have given Ryan Nielsen the you-are-free-to-go-talk-to-whoever-you-want-to, which says a lot to me about who they've already interviewed and what's going to happen. That's just my take. Dan Quinn, watch because we obviously care here in Atlanta a little bit, at least I do. do. He is interviewing now with the Commanders and Seahawks and Chargers. He's already had meetings with the Panthers and the Titans. So, there you have it. Can we just quickly go over Saturday and Sunday? Because I'd like to get your take and what the— The spreads are. Yeah. And they have not moved, if any, or a half a point on just one game. Um, So we've got Saturday, 430, Texans at the Ravens on ESPN. And the Ravens are favored by nine and a half this morning.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm not laying nine and a half with the Ravens. I will lay six and a half in the first half with them, though. Uh, Ravens are one of the highest scoring teams in the first half this year. Uh, Now, the Texans' defense actually – is is one of the better defenses at preventing scores in the first half but you got to peel the layers back you know they played on the road this year the falcons the jaguars the colts the titans um the list is really they played bet they oh the jets i mean they have played four bottom five offenses on the road this year which is why they don't give up a lot of points the ravens are not a bottom five offense uh Ravens cover that that six and a half in the first half.
1: Okay, so the nine and a half you're staying away from.
2: I'd stay away from it. It's just there's a backdoor cover you think waiting somewhere, um, and and the Ravens and Lamar Jackson have struggled in the playoffs. So maybe you want to see that one game where he actually you know. Balls out. I think All right, it's probably quickly, coming We got a quick, yeah. we got to go.
1: If Packers at 49ers, for, 49ers minus
2: nine. 49ers are going to cover this number. I, I think this is a 30 to 10 kind of game. I, I don't know how we've forgotten how good the 49ers are.
1: Sunday, Bucks at Detroit is your three o'clock game. Uh, the Lions minus six.
2: This is such an overinflated number. There's no way, comparatively speaking, there's no way that the Buccaneers are three points worse than the Rams. Because the Rams were a three-point dog, you're telling me the Bucks are three, no way. The Bucks all the uh, Buccaneers all the way with Buccaneers.
1: Points. Wow, six thirty is the game of the weekend. Chiefs at Buffalo the Bills. money line
2: Buffalo Buffalo minus Buffalo Buffalo minus two and a Buffalo, half. Buffalo, Buffalo. Bills, Bills minus
1: line. two and a half this morning. Now I don't. I thought this opened at four. Am I wrong about no, that? Never opened at four. Never two and four. two and a half.
2: Um, in fact, the last time the Chiefs were a three-point dog or more was at the Ravens in 2020. So, it's been a long time since they've been a full three point underdog. Uh, odds makers know that if they made it there, they'd get too much money on the Chiefs. But Buffalo, money line, don't even worry about the spread. You'll pay the minus 150. Take the bills to win outright.
1: College football, the story broke as Rusty Mansell, Dogs HQ, and our awesome teammate broke the story for you on air. Caleb Downs has entered the transfer portal. One of the very best college football players in all of college football. He won SEC Freshman of the Year, Super Stud Corner. Uh, Georgia is the favorite with Ohio State in the mix, on deck, if you will. So uh, we will find out the latest from Mike Griffith, our buddy from Dog Nation, who's joining us at 940. Beautiful. Happy Valentine's Day in more ways than one. Braves fans, Braves pitchers and catchers, officially the date is announced, will report to Northport <laughs> on Valentine's Look at, Day. Look, see,
2: now, now it works out for you. This is what uh, you've been counting so down So
1: happy. Ready for baseball season. First full workout February uh, 19th with the whole squad down there. The first exhibition game February 24th. By the way, y'all, if you haven't been to Northport or if you even have, let's say, the first year they were open, you want to talk about a transformation for that town? Because they if you build it, they will come. <laughs> you the, know,
0: it's It's big.
1: It is big. There are all kinds of restaurants and hotels and stuff. So I think it's a great little trip if you're down there. You can also go to other parks within 30 minutes or so. So You
2: venture out of the panhandle when you go to Florida or you just stay there? <laughs>
1: um, well, people that are that people that don't know how to read a map, the map of Florida is really it's South Florida, and then there's the Panhandle. So okay. a, I'm not driving eight hours to nice. go to North. That's port. my point. I, that's Nobody, a, I'm not, you're not Pensacola going to Miami. It's it's they don't get the, how the state works right. or roads work. <laughs> so I under, if, Although you could go on the water, that would be much much closer. Yeah, uh, if you quicker. had that sort of a
2: yeah. uh, way to move, yes. Yeah, so if you had yeah. a boat.
1: The other thing we, nobody's um, nobody's talking about. We haven't mentioned here this morning with you. Did you see the video of Ronald Acuna taking swings from the left side? If he is going to be a switch hitter, I just say good luck to the rest of the league. I would say that's a bad idea.
2: I hope that video is just joking.
1: I like it. Why, Do it. why mess I'm with the good I'm all in. Thing? Bo is not in his head. You don't think that's happening? No, it's not <laughs> happening.
2: A lot, of, a lot of Major League <laughs> I mean, Baseball players can hit from the Oh, by the way, you the know, place. it's really just simple saying. that you can take something with a camera video of that and hit a flip button. And it looks like he's swinging lefty when he's really swinging yeah. righty.
1: Ronald Acuna will be switch hitting this year. You heard it right here first well, on the Stoke You know, House. after what
2: you did last time with the football thing, maybe I shouldn't doubt you. So uh, uh, I don't know if, why you ever did. Said,
1: um, and I also would like. Because you don't believe in me. <laughs> that's while we're ta- that's not true. I believe in you. But when you, <laughs> by the way, did, I'm always going to tell you what I think I is the truth. You. And I, I'll die on that sword, too. I want to remind you all that we're talking about Valentine's Day. It's four weeks away. If you're thinking of a restaurant, you're thinking of what to do, you probably should do it now. And you might already be too late. So just a helpful hint. Light
2: some candles, put on some Barry White, and just enjoy the night. Yep, that's it. If that ain't enough, don't worry about it.
1: That's exactly right. Um, All right, that's your 9 at
2: 9. All right, coming up next here, guys. um, Speaking, we're going to get to the Falcons coaching show, so I'll give you my top three. But I have to share this with you because I heard a tidbit of information about a possible coaching hire that would make the collective fans of Atlanta's head spin in a bad way. I'll tell you that next. Zeno in for Steak Shapiro here alongside Sandra Golden. It's a Steakhouse Sports Radio. Back to more
1: of the fastest and most fun two hours in radio.
2: It's the Steakhouse. Yeah, let's go.
1: On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. <laughs>
2: Welcome back. It is the Steakhouse here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Alongside Sandra Golden, Mark Zeno, in for Steak Shapiro here on this Thursday. On this chilly Thursday morning. But it does look like it's going to be a nice day. Beautiful out.
1: Not a cloud in the sky. We'll take it.
2: Yeah. I don't don't mind the chill. It's annoying, but I don't mind it. it. There are worse things in life. I, I kind of enjoy the briskness at times. Um, Are you a
1: fireplace guy? I got your big, kids. big fireplace oh, guy. Got a nice. wood, got a wood
2: fireplace. Beautiful little gas starter action. Bam! Make life easy and just mm. have a whole bunch of wood that I. Uh, that's my. Mo- that's the most woodsy thing I do. I have all these cut down trees. I take the axe. I go out in the backyard for a nice little workout. Just start cutting up some firewood.
1: That's great. It's
2: nice. Me, me, and Rocky Balboa in Rocky Four, and we cut firewood.
1: You got your boys, and you're all lined up, and not lined up, but just relaxing and enjoying the old fire. I don't
2: start the fire until they go to bed. Why? Because kids and fire is a bad combination. They want to make it bigger. They want to throw things in it. Yeah, let's just. Did you
1: always want children?
2: Yeah, I wanted four.
1: Mm. Well, there's time.
2: Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know.
1: Future Mrs. Zeno. I don't, I don't. Look at you reproducing. Yeah, well,
2: I mean, listen, uh, I don't, I don't. Know that I want to be the 55 year old dad walking in a first grade class at some point. I when think
1: that is is that that is very much happening all over now. Older Look at mommies me, sir. and daddies. Yeah. Hey, uh, Day Day has a two year old.
2: Okay. Day Day's like 32. Day-day? I wish.
1: Day is not.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm older than Sandy. You,
1: that's not true
2: either. But yeah. Damn. Right around there. You got some good genes, man. Hey, Seriously. Uh, pa- pass, pass them along. Look like a twelve. Four
1: zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. I was just talking to uh, Mark, and I go, I think the listeners are going to want to chime in with sure. you because you bring out uh, a fire in the fan, if you will. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. I would just and, like to uh, think go that for
2: it. I make them think. I, I ask, I ask yep, provocative thought questions. Yes. Um, yes, Look, I put it out on my Twitter account at Mark Zeno. Same thing. I just want to know why Falcons fans do not. Want Bill Belichick here four four seven two six zero nine two nine. Why don't you? What is the reason you don't want Belichick here? Now I said before the break here. Uh, I, I I talked to several people around the NFL on a routine basis, and I got wind that if the Eagles fire Nick Sirianni, uh, and, and that's still up in the air. It's very much for, up for debate right now. You know who their top target would be, and this will make you a, told me Atlanta it, yeah. collective fans head spin. But it would be Todd Munkin. And Todd Munkin is not even getting an interview from the Falcons. I mean, Yet. look at all the Georgia players that the Eagles have drafted. So right. it would make a ton of sense, right, right. For them to br- for 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 him to are, bring it are in. Are you but,
1: of the mindset though? Just because we don't hear that they've interviewed Mike Vrabel, that that doesn't mean it's happening. Or if it's a Todd Munkin, they haven't requested. We haven't heard it. We haven't. Um, that doesn't mean it's not happening.
2: I would I would I would tend to think at least with the number of people that the Falcons have interviewed and the level. people that they have announced that they've interviewed, them hiding a specific interview would be a little bit odd. Mm -hmm. Now we've seen a couple of things transpire over the course of the last 24, 48 hours. Now all of a sudden they're allowing their coordinators to be interviewed. Whereas before they weren't. Um,
1: The Jaguars had asked to interview Ryan. Yeah. And and I,
2: I tweeted after all, after the press conference, you know, and everything else, I tweeted out that same thought. I said, you know, lost in all this is that chances are Ryan Nielsen's probably gone next year. That, that was the guy who really revamped this defense and, and made it what it was. Um, And and the fact that they're going to lose him is pretty disconcerting. This is And I said this is one of the top ten Falcons defenses in their entire franchise history in the last 50 years. Statistically, this is one of the better defenses that they've ever had. Uh, for an organization that's been around for 60 years to be in the top ten, well, okay, yeah, that's notable at this point. So the fact that you're going to lose him – and it feels like you're going to lose him, is uh, interesting. Now, you asked my top three earlier.
1: I I asked Mark during our first segment Mm -hmm. of, okay, if you're at Flowery Branch making decisions and you're asked on a one, two, three basis to turn in a paper of who you would like, who is it to coach your team?
2: Um, I would take, because it's an offensive league, I would take Harbaugh first, Vrabel second, and Belichick third. Those would be my top three. Uh, I don't I don't need another first-time coach in here. I will tell you 100%. You know, you, I don't think you 100% cannot, cannot, cannot hire Bobby Slowick. I got one year of a coordinator with a quarterback in the draft that they hit on who can flat-out ball, and that's what that's mm-hmm. all about. Mm-hmm. Because if Bobby Slowick is coordinating for Bryce Young this year, do you think he's getting head coaching interviews? Do you think his team no. is in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Which goes back to the original premise. It does not matter who they hire here if they don't fix the quarterback. Period. So whoever is going to going through these interviews, what is your plan for so the quarterback? So Jim
1: Harbaugh goes and meets with Arthur Blank and Rich McKay. They lay out their plan, and yep. he says, what are you doing for the quarterback position? Are we going to make a trade? Are we going to get Justin Fields? Are we going to draft? Are we going to move up in the draft? Because as it stands right now, one, two, and three off the board are quarterbacks, according to Mel Kiper. Right. Patriots uh, you're going to tra- pick- you're gonna
2: have to trade up from eight to somewhere to get somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I tell you who's not trading. The Washington Commanders are absolutely not trading that pick. I have it on good authority. I have a friend in the Commanders organization. They are not trading And the
1: Patriots, that in my pick. opinion, who Gerard Mayo said yesterday, we've got to get a quarterback. So they're picking third.
2: Well, again, so uh, the, the one team at the top, the Bears, might not need – That pick. The point simply is, and and oh, by the way, too, if the Falcons are going to trade, you don't trade to two or three. You trade to one, and you you erase all doubt. There's no difference between trading to one, two, or three. You get the the cost is exactly the same. No no one's holding out for an extra sixth round pick to go from two to one. Like it just, you know, the, the the cost is exactly the same. So the point simply is that you go to number one and you get the guy you want. My big thing is is this, and, and, and so I hear a lot of So you're drafting
1: people, Caleb Williams is no, what you're saying.
2: No, I'm saying if, if you want your quarterback, you go draft your quarterback, and you go up to one and get him, and there's no doubt about it. Whether it's Caleb or Michael Penix, whoever it may be. Okay. You just get up to one and remove all doubt. This is our guy, and we're done with this whole thing. Okay. Um, now, I, I think a lot of the arguments against Belichick are flawed. Um, his last three years. Guys, he went to the playoffs in the last three years with Mac freaking Jones. Mac Jones might have been worse than Desmond Ritter. There's an argument that Mac Jones is worse than Desmond Ritter, especially the last two years. So I, I don't know what people, what sort of, you know, revisionist history they have. But, you know, Belichick's defenses the last three years were still very good. They were still very, very good. So it's not the issue. It goes back to quarterback play. And, and more than anything, you know, the, the, oh, look at his wins without Brady kind of deal. Again, there's more of a track record there. He brought the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs with Bernie Kosar before he took the Patriots' job. Like, this is a man who can clearly coach. Now, again, But me, no
1: one's saying that he can't coach. So your, your issue of what, what he's won with and not won with, I'm talking about let's just say you're starting a franchise today and, and you're moving forward and you want to look to the future. You're starting it with Bill Belichick. You don't have a problem with that of like, okay, well, he's got – and it's going to be a three-year deal, and he'll help us get launched, and we'll rock and roll.
2: I think, to your point of longevity, is the one argument against it, right? Because I don't think he wants to coach in to- totality that much longer. I think a lot of it is about the smoke, about him wanting to get the coaching record and have the most wins is valid. And the point is, if you hire Belichick, guess what? You're hiring a new coach in three or four years anyway because he's not going to stay around that long. And so you're going to continue this three- or four-year is he cycle. Leaving? Why is he leaving? What? Why, is, why are you saying? Because once he gets the coaching record, what else? Does oh, you're he, not
1: saying he's going to another team. No, just, I'm just
2: saying okay. he's going to call quits. He's okay. going to retire and gotcha. go, go go walk off into the sunset as the greatest football coach ever. Okay. Um. And so you're going to go through this whole process again. Uh, and and you know, if you want to make arguments about his coordinator selection and his personnel selection, I I suppose that, that there is something there. But I would also argue that you know. There's a lot of coaches whose coordinator selection is poor and whose, you know, personnel selection is poor. Like, that is a bigger issue than just one dude. Um, You know, I I believe that if the Falcons are going after Belichick as hard as it looks like they are, can you imagine what happens if he said no here? Like, if Arthur Blank is left holding the bag again, where Belichick doesn't come here, and then you're choosing your second or third choice for this whole thing. Because once the floodgates open after the 22nd, when you can start hiring people, uh, it's going to come pretty quick. So if they don't get him in the first 24 hours. And look, folks, Belichick coming here is not a bad thing. Because here's the other thing, Sandra, you need to remember. In sports, there are two things, maybe two and a half things you want to be. Right? You want to be successful, a.k.a. win. You want to be interesting or sexy. Sexy always helps, right? But if you can't win, you damn well better be interesting because that's the other part of blank blank hiring Belichick that we talked about every single day, every single week. Primetime games, they'll put Belichick in as much exposure as possible. I am going to
1: disagree with you on that. Let me tell you something. Belichick at the end there with the Patriots, he was an afterthought. A lot. If the Falcons with Belichick is they're not winning and they looked as bad as we've seen them look, I disagree with you. The Patriots, I played, think the off season, the Patriots
2: played four primetime games this year.
1: But but it was before they really fell off and what what was it week eight? We heard whispers of Belichick, this is it. He's out. If so. Belichick
2: comes here, the Falcons will get at least three primetime games. Okay. Out, at least three, if not more than that. Hey, this hour. This hour of the show brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment, life changing results, advancedhair.com. Coming up next, guys, Caleb Downs. Is he down with the dogs? Mike Griffiths will tell us next. It is the Steakhouse here on Sports Radio. 929 of the game, 99 the game.com, and the Odyssey app. The
0: show just hits different. <laughs>
2: It's the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Welcome back to the Steakhouse here. Sports Radio 92.9, the game, 92.9, the game.com. The Odyssey app. Mark Zeno in for Steak Shapiro. Alongside the queen herself, Sandra Golden, the queen Thank of sports radio. That's
1: It's very sweet.
2: Well, I just call it like I see yeah. it. Whether right, wrong, or indifferent, I call it like I see it. I was wrong on Arthur Smith. I was right on you being the queen. <laughs>
1: well... You may be 0 for 2 there, too, so go ahead. No, no, no. All right, no, we got no. calls, which I knew we do we have would. some
2: calls. We're going to get yeah, to Mike Griffith and yeah. Dog Nation here in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do want to get to a couple of calls here real quick on on Bill Belichick and why you don't want him to be the Falcons coordinator. 404 Let's go out to line one, and it is Joey in Douglasville. Joey, you're on the Steakhouse. Good morning.
0: Hey guys good morning. uh just want to say i don't I, I'm just going to say right now. I would not really mind Bill Belichick as the coach. I just think fifty percent of the Falcons fans don't want him because of the twenty eight three super Bowl loss. <laughs> That's my opinion on the whole entire thing. <laughs> I think it's more than fifty uh, percent but yeah yeah, I, yeah, we'll put seventy five on it maybe we we'll, we'll We'll go easy on them uh yeah, but i just think I just think that you know they just don't want him because he hasn't had the best of seasons lately. And I think we want a coach right now that wants to go win, has the energy like our roster and everything. He wants to go for the coach record. Um, I personally would want Jim Harborough, but if we hired Bill Belichick, I would have a problem with it. And last but not least, just want to say, Sandra, you were right. I said the Falcons would finish the season three and one. You laughed at me hysterically, and you were right. So I <laughs> just wanted to say that um, it's all good, though. I was optimistic, but, hey, here's the next season, though.
1: I appreciate uh, that, and you were kind. And I sunny side of the street always wins, so walk <sighs> over there. But, yeah.
2: To quote Leonidas in 300, my queen, you are right.
1: <laughs> three and one. Yeah. Oh my God.
2: Hey, mm. listen, I, I appreciated the optimism. I wish you would have gone three mm-hmm. and one. Oh, so do I. Uh, neither here nor there.
1: The Belichick check, arg- Listen, let's go to, let's go to Mike Groth, because my head's hurting already. Let's talk college football tailgate. <laughs> It's time to tailgate.
0: No, we'll tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse.
2: Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 929 The Game.
1: Dog Nation's Mike Griffith here. Happy New Year, Mike. Thank you for coming on again this year. Oh, we're we're calling him now.
2: Oh, we are calling him now. Can you record that? Because that was such a good
1: intro to him. (laughs) I mean, please. I was so good just then. I hit the dog nation. I hit the happy new year. I hit it all. I welcomed him in. Happy to have him here for the new year. And Mikey, welcome. Good morning. I did such a good intro, and they didn't have you on the thing yet. So I was doing it again. Thank you for being here. I enjoy you. I enjoy your work. Caleb Downs is going to Georgia, yes or no?
0: Wow, man. I, you know, I guess that's the crystal ball. Um, you know, this is a guy that a lot of people thought, you know, might be an Ohio State guy, but you know Kirby and Georgia. I um, you want to say the full court press. I mean, they hired his position coach. I mean, T-Rob was such a big get. Yeah. You know, and Downs is a guy that really likes T-Rob. Um, you know, there's a lot of dynamics involved. And, uh, you know, I always hate to speculate on a kid's future because it puts so much pressure on them. Um, but I guess I would be leaning towards Georgia based on the most recent uh, projections that I've seen.
2: Mike, is there anything uh, NIL related that could sway him? I mean, does, does, does the money in NIL play a factor in this?
0: Uh, You know, I don't really, I don't think so. I think it gets to a point where it it comes down to, you know, where you see yourself being the most successful and, and what you're looking for. I mean, you know, where can you be developed and go to the NFL and, and I think that can happen to Georgia or Ohio State. Um, I think Georgia has obviously a, a great reputation. But T. Rob is a guy that he's already worked with, uh, earning the national freshman of the year honors from uh, one organization body. So uh, you would seem like it would seem like he would want to continue to play uh, under that position coach. But at the same time, um, you know, some kids, you know, they like a little bit of distance. You know, they're, they're looking for something a little bit different. So you never really know what goes into it, what dynamics. Uh, go into it for these student athletes and their players and families. Um, you know, maybe it wants to be a little bit away from home. Maybe being close to home isn't, you know, ideal. I, I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm, you know, just kind of spitballing all the things that can go into decisions. I'm sure there's a an agent or a go between in between. Um, you know, in these dealings now. I mean, let's face it. You know, the players have enough money and value uh, that there's people that get involved with them from a business standpoint much earlier in their career than maybe they once did.
1: Mike Griffith joins us from Dog Nation here on the Steakhouse. Mike, I was thinking as I was watching Warren Brinson on that Players' lounge. I'm sure you saw the video, and um, how much, and I think it's a lot, of these guys literally doing the recruiting, calling their friends and telling them the culture that's going on in Athens and those four walls, something special's happening. And doesn't that make just an easy decision, like you know him and he knows her and we're all in this together?
0: Well, it does and it doesn't. I mean, there were people from Ohio State calling Justin Fields, telling him how great things were there, and and you know he, that's why he left Georgia, right? Things were pretty good at Georgia too, but you know Ohio State. But was he wasn't very playing.
1: But he wasn't playing. So that you know what I mean. Like Caleb walks in day one, and it's he and Malachi in the backfield. I want to cry. Like who's beating Georgia?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd go that far, Sandra. And, you know, if they were maybe if maybe if you plugged in uh, Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis, because you got to be pretty good on the front end. But um, to your point, obviously this would be a big recruit. And you know, as you look at the landscape of the SEC, and and you realize that maybe Georgia, uh, you know, last year they fell short, maybe not quite enough depth. I mean, I'm sitting here, I got to tell you, you know, I've, I've been hearing all this moaning and groaning and whining and crying from all these Alabama fans about, oh, this guy's leaving. Have you taken a look at the transfers that have left Georgia over the last two or three? I mean, I'm looking at an all-star team. I'm seeing guys in the NFL. It's like, look, this is just another day at the office when you have a lot of talent. And, oh, by the way, Alabama, you probably don't beat Georgia without two Georgia players, Trestman Marshall and Jermaine Burton. One guy scores a touchdown. Another guy makes a third down stop and recovers a fumble. Yeah, so I I don't really want to hear the whining and moaning and crying um, because you had all season to prepare for this, Sandra. I mean, your head coach is buying a house in Florida. He's buying dealerships. He's appearing on the McAfee show every week, grooming his television career. I mean, if you haven't figured it out by now, that's your problem. Oh,
1: Mike, come on. Did you see Mick Saban retiring? Absolutely. Into- what? Absolutely. Wow. What are God? the lottery numbers, Mikey?
0: Come on. Like are lottery you numbers, me? Sandra, I mean, if they're building a spaceship, they're going to the moon. I mean, the guy. I thought it was going to be in a couple years. Home, oh, my car God. Car dealerships. All of a sudden, he's, he's, he's Mr. Cheeky on television. This guy doesn't like the media. Look, coaches <laughs> coaches are master manipulators. It's what they do. They control people, they motivate people. Um, but you better believe that Nick Saban had this going. I mean, this was so odd. Looking back in hindsight, how could you not see it coming? And if you're Greg Byrne, you're thinking to yourself, the Alabama AD guy, well, you know, maybe. You know, geez, he's on television every week. He's buying this mansion. He's buying two dealerships. He's having people sing happy birth to him in the meeting rooms. When has that ever happened? I mean, it's so bizarre. You've got to have your list ready, and you've got to have a contingency plan beyond the fact that we're in this NIL world. So, you know, to me, the fact that Alabama was was left scrambling this late and and, you know, maybe their coaching search wasn't the most diverse in the world, which which bothers me a little bit. Um, you know, it, that, to me, that's on them. That, that's that's their problem. So all this fallout that Alabama's going through um, is generated from their head coach, you know, leaving in the midst of an NIL era and them not having measures in place. T-Rob should have never been allowed out that door to Georgia, much less to try to call him back. So I, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy right now because this is the lay of the land and Georgia's lost a lot of great players themselves over the last two or three years.
1: Mike Griffith, strong opinions. He knows the lottery numbers for tonight. If you want to hit him up on the, <laughs> the twitters. Hey, so um, you did a great article about the Georgia already a three point favorite over, over Alabama in September, and also the odds. I believe you twelve and a half over Clemson to start the year.
0: Yeah, how about that? I mean, you know, Clemson is uh, speaking of coaches that should have been interviewed. I mean, he only played there and coached there, and and loves you know and beat Nick Saban twice in that. But let's not interview Dabo Sweeney. Whatever. I mean, give me a break. Talk about <laughs> insecurity from the new guard. Uh, but, yeah, listen, Dabo's good, and Clemson's going to be good. I don't think they're going to be great, but I think they're going to be good. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's going to be the showdown that it was in Charlotte, North Carolina a few years ago. And, and now you look back, what, a, what an epic win that was uh, for Georgia, the beginning of the back-to-back national titles. Had they not beaten Clemson, in that game, they wouldn't have gotten a second chance against Alabama. They wouldn't have won that first yeah. national title. Yeah. So that game against Clemson a few years back, uh, this one's going to be good. I mean, it's something for the Georgia players to look forward to. Um, you know, I, I think it makes a difference. I know Kirby says that, you know, that it doesn't matter who you're playing and your opponent is yourself and all that. But human nature, uh, if you know you're playing Clemson, that's, that's different I mean, I've already forgotten who they opened up with against this year. That's how inconsequential that opponent was. It's different than the, than the junk they opened up against this year, let's just say. So it yeah. uh, gives those guys something to look forward to, and, and it'll put on a good show uh, for the people in Atlanta. What's we'll he? see good football in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. There you go. Georgia football will be there. We'll take
1: it. I also want to mention Georgia Tech is a 12 and a half point underdog to Florida State and Ireland to kick off the season as well. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Do we do we know who's getting? Sandra, I got to be careful with you. I know you, you. Do we know who's getting on the airplane for Florida State? Are they going to opt out? Because I guess if enough guys opt out, they can give Mike Norvell another three million dollar raise. I mean, well, I've never seen a coach. I got to tell you this, and I'm really not bashing Florida State, even though it sounds like it. I had to say that so you wouldn't cut me off. If, if you can lose sixty-three to three, you lose. You lose by sixty points. You suffered. I mean, you just can't make this up. Seriously, you have the worst loss in school history. You have the worst loss in ball history. You get hit, punched in the face by the NCAA major infractions. Your offensive coordinator suspended 3 games. Okay, I'm cutting you, you, you off now. Here's my answer to your to question. Hey, and
1: Sandra. I'm telling you right now. Here's here's what that. here's how Some I think it's gonna going to go down play in play Ireland. Play We're going to I'm going to call the committee and ask them who's injured for Florida State and see if they're going to let him even go. So I think that's how we'll have to wait to see if that no happens. Lord. So, you know, it's going to be testy over there in in uh, Ireland, Mikey.
0: Well, I'm I telling you know what? This is disrespectful to Brent Key. Is every forgotten what a great job this guy. I love
1: Ricky.
0: I love Ricky. Well, you better because he's going to beat Florida State over there in Ireland. Keep
1: oh, that was Mike Griffith's last appearance on the Steakhouse. Everybody, welcome. <laughs> there he goes. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> thanks for all you've done for this show. God bless you. Lottery That's number. Fantastic. Put the lottery. Hey, put the lottery numbers on the internet, would you,
0: so we can you, get it. <laughs> are you really surprised by this? You really are surprised by this.
1: Not one bit. Haters going to hate. I heard Taylor Swift say it. <laughs>
0: Wow. Sounder punches back. You know, I got to get used to this. Girl,
1: you better step aside. Y'all don't
2: stand a chance. That's Zeno. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's why I tapped out, Mike. Appreciate Bye, it. Bye, Mikey.
1: Love you. All right, guys. Have a good one.
2: <laughs> Take care. This hour of Steakhouse brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration, one day treatment, life changing results, advancedhair.com. Uh, when we get back, we will get back to your phone calls on why you don't want Bill Belichick here, 404 And I can give you the absolute best reason. And I mean the absolute best reason to have Bill Belichick here.
1: Okay, I can't wait to hear And it, it
2: involves these very, very own Kia Studios. That's next. <laughs> it is the Steakhouse here on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com and the Odyssey app.